0: Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm Robin Birkin, and I am so grateful and honored that you're here today. From my own journey with infertility and loss to becoming a mind-body practitioner and holistic fertility coach, it is my sincere hope that I can help make your journey to conceive lighter, more supported, and easier by sharing deep emotional well-being guidance, doable conception tips, and real talk about what infertility and loss looks like. I'm here with you every step of the way. Now let's begin. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Fertility Warriors. I am really excited. I've plotted out the next couple of months of the Fertility Warriors podcast, and you guys, I think that they're going to be some incredible episodes, so please make sure that you are subscribed. Please make sure you tune in and join us every Wednesday morning. As we release a new podcast for the fertility warriors, because I have no doubt that the next couple of months' topics are going to be really first class. So, I wanted to talk today about something that may be controversial. Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree, but we're going to talk all about five ways to feel more positive. And you do not have to feel positive all the time. We'll talk about that in a little while. But what I wanted to say today is it's actually okay if you want to feel more positive. I have looked recently, like some of the people, there's some people who will join my programs and come to me and be like, the thing that made you stand out, Robin, to me was that lots of the pages on Instagram and the professionals, like it feels really heavy and it feels really like 100%. we don't want toxic positivity. Nobody wants to be told at or, you know, if they have a loss, well at least you could get pregnant or look on the bright side or choose happiness. There are some moments when you just really cannot, like you can lean into what brings you joy, but there are some moments when it's actually really hard, if not impossible, to feel happy. Okay, so feeling positive doesn't always come to us as easy as maybe perhaps we would like. But I also feel like there are so many accounts and so much out there now, particularly with cancel culture, particularly with this anti-toxic positivity movement, where I almost feel like, and here's the controversial part, Sometimes, are we making people feel guilty for wanting to feel different? So, if we are going through a really hard time with infertility and trying to conceive, and infertility and trying to conceive is really hard, there is trauma, there is grief, and not just Normal grief, it's like these rapid grief cycles where it's almost like on your worst day, you actually also need to G yourself up again to feel hopeful, to get hope, to put in all the effort, right? And that's exhausting. There is divorce, there is loss, there is sadness. And I feel like those are all very real things. Those are all things that we really need to discuss. Those are all things that we need to bring to light. However, I think it's really important that we also talk about it's okay to also want to feel more positive. It's also okay if saying affirmations and doing that kind of stuff helps you cope and makes you feel happier because for many people it will what's going to work for one person what's going to make one person feel supported that's going to look very very different to everyone and everyone at some point will fall off the wagon of whatever it is maybe it's meditation maybe it's your daily rituals maybe it's you've just had the worst day ever and everyone's going to experience ups and downs, right? So that's what life is about. That's what the journey is about, is having these good days and these bad days, right? And mm-hmm. how can we, it's not about not experiencing bad days, but what I'm trying to say is that in like we can also strive to have more better days through infertility and There's a lot of things that go into helping us cope better, helping maybe those bad days have less intensity and less duration. But I think it's, you know, okay if you want to feel better. Do you know what else is okay? It's okay if the reason that you meditate is also because it supports your fertility. It's also okay if you would just like to meditate because you would just like to meditate. It's also okay, for example, if you meditate because you just want to help some help going to sleep. It's okay if you meditate just because you feel like that gives you reassurance that you've ticked a box. And the same goes for just feeling positive. If you want to feel if you want to feel more positive, then that is absolutely entitled to you. And that's absolutely possible. And if you go through the testimonials, for example, on my website, we have a whole page called Success Stories, where we talk about people who have said to themselves, actually, the way that I'm feeling right now, I feel like there's a better way. So actually, I don't want to feel this way. So there's two parts to sort of what I'm saying. And the first one is that let's first acknowledge how hard infertility is, but that we don't all, like we don't, we get to choose, you get to choose right now whether you are like, yes, you've validated me. You've acknowledged me. It is freaking hard. That makes me feel better in and of itself. Or if you are like, yes, but I would also like to be uplifted. I would also like to be able to lean more in towards joy and be able to take stock of my life, be able to have less intensity and less duration of, you know, the very natural expected feelings that I have when the fertility clinic calls and gives me news that I just did not want to hear. So today, that's what we're going to talk about is what are some daily routines? What are some things that we can do? So we're not going to talk about like choose happiness and, um, you know, just be grateful for what you have. Although we will talk about gratitude. We're not going to talk about like, just do this or choose this. Like, it, you know, let's just flip a switch. We're not going to talk about that, but you are entitled to, if you want to start feeling better, right? This is like essentially at the core of what the mind-body fertility reset is. Okay. But What are some baby steps that you can take? What are five things you can do to start feeling more positive on your fertility journey, to raise your vibe a little bit higher? And yes, I'm here to tell you, yes, despite what some people may tell you, it is possible. Okay? So the very first thing is to don't buy into everything that your brain tells you. Thoughts are not facts, just, and just because you have a thought doesn't mean that that thought is more likely to come true. Your brain has a lot of chatter. That's what your brain is actually designed to do. That's your brain's superpower is to be constantly analyzing like an algorithm. What could go wrong in this situation? What's going to happen here? What's the worst case scenario? What could this be? And the problem is that, you know, in school, nobody ever taught us about our brains, about emotional well being and mental well being and mental health. No one taught us this. So we all grow up believing that, oh my God, my brain is catastrophizing, this is terrible. And our brain does start to. The more that we buy into those threats, the more our body feels unsafe. Of course, naturally, right? So the more your brain feels like, it's on high alert. It's on threat. What could go wrong here? This is the danger. It's not so much in it about having those thoughts. It's about how much you buy into it. So your, your brain says, this is going to fail, right? When we go, this cycle might fail. If we go to more extreme levels, when we start to get anxiety, when we really need to start looking at, well, hang on, do I need to see someone about this, is when we start having continual catastrophizing thoughts like, if my husband is five minutes late from work, has he been in a car crash and the worst thing has happened? Okay, so if that is you and you are really starting to go down the rabbit hole and catastrophizing, then it's time, can I tell you? But when you're having these thoughts, oh my God, you know, I just have this feeling that the cycle is going to fail or is the cycle going to fail? What if the cycle fails, right? Your power the the place at which you get to say hang on a second like what needs to change or whatever is not in whether or not you have the thought your brain thinks just like your heart beats right so your brain like that's going to happen so when you when you think to yourself i feel guilty cuz i keep having these thoughts like i keep having these negative thoughts now i'm freaking out cuz i think it's going to come true okay no you cannot just think yourself into a cycle failing. If the opposite was true, then we'd all be lotto winners. We've all had that thought of, oh my God, I wish I, like, please come on. I just wish I could win lotto. If you could just think things true, we'd, we'd all be here. We'd all have one lotto. So the opposite is true. Like, you can't just think a negative thing true. But the power the place at which you can amplify that or like de-escalate that is in what weight and what power you give to that thought. Ah, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to quickly jump in and express how grateful I am that you're here today. Just to let you know that if you'd like more emotional wellbeing, resilience and conception tips to check out my programs and services, you can find me on my website at robinburken.com or on Instagram, at Robin Birkin. All right, let's get back to it. So are you freaking out when your brain says, what if this cycle is going to fail? Mm, you ate a piece of cheese and, you know, hashtag dairy-free for fertility. If you're like, mm, I don't think one piece of cheese is going to really impact me that much, or are you like, oh, my God, I've ruined the cycle. Now I've done it. I'm a failure. This is the worst, okay? So instantly, that's how we start the process of feeling more positive is not believing everything that your brain tells you or at least not buying into it, not giving much weight to the thoughts that we have as opposed to constantly butting heads with the thoughts that we have and not wanting to have the thoughts even though having the thoughts is part of what your brain does. So the next thing is to start a gratitude journal. It sounds like such a simple thing. So many people who try it come back to me. They reach out to me on Instagram. They're like, oh my God, I tried this. It really works. It's, is it the only thing that can help you? Absolutely not. There's so many things you can employ, but I really love it as a first step to helping you start to feel better. There is so much research into gratitude journals it can help it reduces depression by 10% it helps your immune system helps your sleep they've done studies on Vietnam vets and 9/11 survivors and the one of the big difference they discovered between those who had PTSD and those who didn't was that those who didn't were able to see the good alongside the bad so that doesn't mean that they you know were, skipping through a field of roses every day like la 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 la, this didn't happen no they could acknowledge that what happened was messed up but at the same time they could check in with all of the things that were going really well in their life and all of the things that they were really grateful for and studies like honestly there's almost a, a whole department dedicated to this at Harvard and the impacts that I guess you could call it like positive psychology can have. And positive psychology doesn't mean toxic positivity, feel happy, ignore your feelings, never have a bad day, hashtag choose happiness. It's not about that. But an easy process just every night, write three things that you're grateful for. It can really radically change the way that you're feeling, The way that we start to feel more gratitude is because the way that your brain works is that your brain, like I said, is defaulting all the time to what could go wrong. Your brain has evolved to almost like love setting off the fire alarm for fight or flight in your body. So in today's modern society, when we're not in life or death situations, but when we are on average, triggering our fight or flight system about 50 times a day when we're existing in chronic stress, it could be like a hundred times a day. One, it's up to us to start this conscious process of also checking in with, well, what could go right? What is going right? Our brains naturally have this negative bias So we have to start this process of bringing to our awareness constantly the things that are going right. And we don't just choose big stuff. Like You don't just choose every night, I love my family, I love my house, I love my job. And then the next night, go, I love my family, I love my house, I love my job. No. You look for all of the tiny, little, minuscule, random things that happen through your day. Like, oh my God, I had eggs for breakfast. It was amazing. Then this person let me in in traffic, and then I was really, really grateful because I got home five minutes earlier and my husband had already cooked dinner. All the random things that happened throughout the day because then what happens is you start to rewire your brain, that your brain starts to be looking out as well as like what could go wrong. You start to turn up the volume on your brain of, okay, well, what's actually working for me? And we start to shift that negative bias in our brain. The next thing that you can do, and this is just so relevant. Like this has been my theme song all week, is celebrate mini milestones. But more than what I want to say to that is, can we just take a minute to acknowledge the fucked-upness of the last two years? I'm not just talking about a pandemic. I'm talking about humans, highly charged emotions, stress, strained relationships, just all of the stuff. So I don't want you to just celebrate progress or celebrate mini milestones. Let's just take a minute to celebrate any progress. Celebrate just making it through. Honestly, can we just take a minute to say Do you know what? The last I'm going to give myself the ultimate grace. I'm going to be completely in awe of myself because it's not been a normal two years. Things may not have gone the way that you wanted. You may have been like, you know what, in the last four years, I've actually only managed four appointments at my fertility clinic and I've only just done a cycle. Yes, it has most likely for many people not been a banger over two years, right? It's There are so many people who are like, I thought I'd be further along by now. Probably almost every single person in the world. So I would love you to just take a pause for a minute and whatever goals you had, rip that motherfucker up and be like, you know what? I just survived. Like, hello, what progress did you make? did you like did you do anything at all like one thing if you did hats off to you because it's been a couple of years right and I know that we all got to the end of last year thinking that like come on surely we're at the end and we weren't at the end and it's just been a time so please when you are just focusing on the goal and focusing on the goal and focusing on the goal and focusing on, I thought that I would be at the goal by now and I'm not at the goal, take a step back for a minute and be like, do you know what? I'm actually just going to celebrate being here. I'm actually going to celebrate, I don't know, maybe that your relationship is still together. Maybe you're going to celebrate that, you know what? And I did my job alongside all this. Whatever it is you have I want you to celebrate that because you're amazing for doing that. You are truly incredible and amazing, and that's not a it's it's been a big deal. Number four the number one thing probably that you can do to feel more positive is to invest in yourself and invest in your relationships yes, I do like I mean with money, but I also mean with time and even just with priority, like with mental space, even investing in yourself to feel more positive. You need to give more to yourself. Maybe that looks like, I don't know, joining the reset. Maybe that looks like taking a little step back from work. Maybe that looks like doing that thing that you used to love doing, like maybe you just loved playing golf or tennis or whatever it was and you let it go and you always are like, oh, I really love doing that. Maybe that is giving yourself permission to do that, investing in yourself, right? Maybe that is saying, actually, I'm going to be indulgent and get a cleaner in my house to support me so that I don't have that mental load on my shoulders. Maybe that is saying, do you know what? I deserve a half hour sleep in every morning. Maybe that is saying, I deserve an hour every Saturday to just have a nap in the afternoon. Whatever it is, to feel more positive, to have that conscious and delicious investment in yourself, what do you need to give yourself permission for? Whether that's spending money, spending time, letting go of something, investing in yourself and also investing in your relationship slash relationships, the time, the effort, whatever it is that you need to put into keeping that sacred, the ones that really matter to you and the ones that are valuable, keeping those together, that you are going to feel so supported, so much happier when you you know, let go and invest in yourself. My very last one is number five, and that is don't shrink your life too much. And my big example that I always kind of use is baby showers, because they're so tricky. And my advice is, go, but don't go. If it is going to completely derail your mental health, then don't go. If you are going to be a hot mess, you're not going to enjoy it. it. Like it's gonna, there's going to be an explosion of emotions you are not going to cope, you're going to spend weeks feeling derailed after, do not go. But, and there's lots of people out there who are going to tell you, don't go. But in actual fact, when you are working through the anxiety of infertility and trying to conceive, of which 76% of women navigating infertility show significant symptoms of anxiety, When you feel anxiety and you start to just strip things from your life, strip this relationship, strip the baby showers, strip the hobbies, you start to shrink and shrink and shrink your life, you get to a point where all of a sudden there's nothing left and life feels miserable. Sometimes when there's a level of discomfort that we can tolerate, The more that we tolerate it, the more we desensitize ourselves to it. And what I might suggest is that if you are like, I'm struggling, what support do you need to help you reframe, to help you feel like you have the strength and are supported to be able to not shrink your life too much? But the point I want to make is when we are dealing with anxiety and we strip everything away from our lives, it, it becomes worse. So how can you build your window of tolerance? How can you build your adaptive energy in able to be able to cope with events, situations, people in those scenarios, rather than just like cancelling everything from your life? Research, they've talked, you know, there's standard, almost like a standard set of, you know, I don't know, eight coping mechanisms that people have as go-to coping mechanisms. And I don't know specifically what it's called, but like shrinking your life is one that is a go to for women with infertility, but that has been shown to not just increase infertility stress, but marital stress. So in order to feel more positive, in order to stop us from spiraling down into this misery or getting to this point where all of a sudden we're like, oh, fuck, like there's nothing left in my life. I've got no go-tos. I've got nothing to look forward to. I've got no almost like scaffolding in my life through this. Then that's when we start to increase this infertility stress and actually make it worse rather than make it better. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I would love to know what you think of this episode. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at Robin Birkin. DM me, screenshot this, tag me on your stories, because I really would love to know what you think about the messages that are out there. And are we talking enough about how hard infertility is versus are we talking enough about how we can start to lift ourselves up and start feeling more positive through infertility. Thanks again for listening to the podcast and I'll catch you next week. Make sure you're subscribed. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Fertility Warriors. We'll meet you again same time next week. Before you go though, if you do need some further support, then we encourage you to come and join us at the Mind Body Fertility Reset, the ultimate community for anyone who would like to conquer stress and fuel their fertility. In the Mind Body Fertility Reset, we focus on some of the big pillars to fertility awesomeness. That is community and support, having community there to lift you up and to carry you through your hard times. Sustainable and small steps lifestyle support, helping you conquer your diet goals, your movement goals, cut out toxins, and enjoy food and becoming your best and healthiest self in a small steps and sustainable way. And lastly, and what I think is most importantly, emotional well-being. Infertility and trying to conceive can be an incredibly hard journey, and it's really hard when we haven't learned the skills through school and through other avenues to help support ourselves through really hard times. So, in the Mind Body Fertility Reset community, we go through all of these things to help you become your best and healthiest self and thrive despite this journey. To find out more, visit us at robinburkin.com slash reset. And lastly, we need to let you know that any of the information contained in this podcast is for inspirational and educational purposes only. It doesn't substitute advice from a qualified medical professional or mental health expert. Please know that there is no shame ever in getting more help when you need it and to always consult with your medical professional before taking on any changes to your journey. Wishing you all the best and cannot wait to catch you next week. Bye!